Okay, we've just gotten through a very blessed celebration, Thanksgiving. You know, when I think about how much we have to be grateful for, especially in America, I mean, that's the key word there, America, the blessings. You know, they say that Africa has all the natural resources that America has, even more. You know, crude oil, every, I mean, everything, right kind of climate. But it lacks the God-centered government that America was built on. And that's the reason for the corruption. That's the reason where you can fuel millions of dollars into that system and it doesn't work because you've got thieves running the country or whatever. It never had a government that would work. Therefore, it was never blessed. That is Africa. But it has all the natural resources that America has. So, yeah, the blessings of America, you know, I think of, boy, when I think of blessings, I think of K&W Cafeteria. You know, I love to eat. Now, now my daughter would say, that she, she doesn't like, can, she says it's sun lamp food. You know, but, but I love walking down that cafeteria and looking at all, all the food before I decide what I want. You know, and oh man, the, the, the coconut cream pies and the salads and the, oh man, it's wonderful. I mean, I, I just love it. I mean, I, you know, this is part of the blessings of, of America, eating. I was in Kroger's one time and I walked into the fruits and vegetables and I just stopped. I just started looking at, look at the orange, the yellows, the reds. Look at all the fruits and vegetables. And people probably thought I was crazy just standing there like a statue, you know, just looking at all this. And then the uh, Kroger's has this, the sound of thunder and the mist of rain starts to pour down on the fruits and vegetables. And I thought, what a blessing. I mean, just, oh man, just how wonderful this is. The beauty of America. I've got a DVD of scenic drives in America, whether it's the Grand Canyon, Route 66. Um, it covers, you know, the, the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains, and it just makes you, especially in the springtime, it just makes you want to get out and drive somewhere and look at the beauty that America has. All the things, you know, Thanksgiving. Then there's the personal things that we're all thankful for. You know, my wife, my family, my children, or our one child, our daughter, whatever. <laughs> your home, uh, your bed. I mean, how many times do you get in your bed and just think, this is so wonderful? I mean, yeah, every night. <laughs> it's just like, this is great. I mean, the, you know, my bed, it's just, it's wonderful. And then, you know, a wood stove on a cold winter, wintry night. If you get that stove fired up good enough, and it's a warmth that just, I mean, you can sit in the rocking chair beside it, and it would just put you to sleep. I mean, it's just, it's so great, the warmth of a, you know, a wood stove. And then I like reminiscing about good times and places that you've been and things that you've done. You know, I have a problem with enjoying the moment, but I do love to reminisce and think about all the things that, I, that good times, things I've done, places that I've been, and just all the blessings that, that life in America, living in America has. Some quotes about gratitude. It says, gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Grat gratitude, being grateful, thankful. Another quote is, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, 
confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude, being thankful. Now, I think it's easy to thank God for the good things. I don't think any of us have a problem with that one, to thank God for the good things. But are we just to thank God for the good things is the question I want to deal with today. Suppose there is something good that God is doing in your life, but on the surface appears to be bad. In fact, you don't think it's bad. You know it's bad. You know, <laughs> you get angry, you know, maybe at God or whatever. You know, suppose there is something good that God is doing, but on the surface it, it appears to be bad. I mean, think about it. You know, someone said, don't ever ask God for patience. Because <laughs> he will give you, I mean, think about how does God achieve any of these things? He gives us trials to learn these things. So God give me patience. Well, he'll put you into a trying area of developing patience, and it will not seem good for you while you're going through it. You know, how does God create obedience in our lives? Well, I mean, again, you, know, you think about what you might have to go through for God to develop obedience in a child of God. You're thinking about, okay, temptation, trials. You're thinking about addictions. You're thinking about what might I have to go through to learn obedience? Could it be tough in the learning process? Oh, yeah, you better believe it could be tough. Could it seem like not a good thing? Absolutely. Uh, more compassion. How would God create more compassion? You know, I sort of have a problem sometimes. I'll see a bum on the street, and I'll, I, I'm thinking to myself, get a job. And that's my natural attitude. Get a job. Well, okay. Now, I'm not saying God does this, but God's not petty. I don't worship a petty God. But God might say, uh, he might, okay, maybe you need to be homeless to learn this lesson of compassion. <laughs> not that, you know, again, I don't worship a petty God that actually does those things. But I think he's more gentle, merciful compassionate, but he might need to teach you something about, okay, developing more compassion. You know, I need to be more humble. How would God humble us? Could the experience be tough? Absolutely. Uh, to learn to trust him more. You know, well, how would God go about learning, getting us to learn to trust him? Well, maybe all hope and everything else is lost. When you get to the point where hope and everything else you know, your solutions, A, B, C, and D, all that's just sort of lost, then I'll trust God. Okay, that could be tough. Deeper understanding of God. How would God go about getting that? Uh, learn to love greater. For me as a human being to learn to love greater than I do now. Again, he gives us trials to learn these lessons in life. And the trials, I think, can be tough. So we can see how that's something we think is bad in our life could turn out in the end to be good. <clears throat> this bad thing that I'm struggling with, that is going on in my life, that I am totally ungrateful for, uh, that I blame God for, that I get angry at God for, could turn out to be good. It could turn out to be good. Now, in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, <clears throat> 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, First Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, In everything give thanks, 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What does the word everything mean? <laughs> I, I suppose everything means everything. It's the only way I can take it. You mean, well, what about, okay, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What about things I don't like? What about bad times? What about hard times? What about unpleasant times? What about unhappy times? You mean I'm supposed to give thanks for that too? Well, it says in everything. Uh, look at Colossians 3 and verse 17. Colossians 3 and verse 17. Colossians 3 and verse 17. <clears throat> it says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Notice, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Man, that's, you know, why should we do this? Why should I in everything give thanks? Why should I give thanks to God the Father, you know, by Him? Well, if we consider what Romans 8 and verse 28 tells us, that one's so familiar, I'm not going to ask you to turn there, but it says all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Now, if all things are working together for good, then that is the reason I should give thanks for all things that come into my life. Even the bad things. See, that, that's, the click, that's, the, that's the real clincher right there. You know, even the bad things. Because it's going to work out for good. Now, I got to thinking about this. You know, sermons are easy to give, but sometimes they're harder to apply in a literal sense. You know, okay, give thanks for all things, even the bad things. Basically what I'm saying. So I got to think about it. I thought, you mean to tell me I'm supposed to give God thanks for this LBBB, this left bundle branch block that I have where my heart doesn't beat right? I'm, I'm supposed to say, thank you, Lord. Well, yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to thank God for health issues that I think is destroying me? <laughs> you mean to tell me I'm supposed to thank God that I've just lost my job? Yeah, yeah that's, that's basically what I'm trying to say. Give thanks in all things. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to be say, Lord, thank you that I just took a $30,000 a year pay cut. I'm supposed to say, praise, praise the Lord. You know, I think of, you know, Heather, you know, panic attacks, leaking heart. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to say, thank you for that? Uh, I think of Esther, Parkinson, shaking. I'm supposed to say, thank you? I think of Angela, blew her knee out. Took out the meniscus, you know. I mean, I can only imagine what she was thinking during that time. I'm supposed to say, thank you for this? Now, let me tell you something. I don't understand it. I do not understand it. I can preach about it, but I don't really understand it. But maybe the first step in healing is saying, God, thank you. Maybe... Everything that happens to you is to be, in the end, a gift from God. What about that one? Maybe everything, you know, all things work together for good. Maybe everything that happens to you is to be, in the end, a gift from God. Now, let me tell you what I do. 
I say something like, Lord, okay, Lord, if that's a gift, I give it back to you unopened. <laughs> I didn't even open the package. <laughs> Here it is back to you. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to reveal the literal human side of what we struggle with. It's an you know, unopened package. Take this gift back. But again, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, and it, the Bible doesn't say in everything that is good in your life, give thanks. And we don't have a problem with that one. You know, we really don't. It says in everything, give thanks. Now look at Acts 5 and verse 40. Acts 5 and verse 40. Okay, is this possible? Is it even possible to do this? Acts 5 and verse 40. It says, and to him they agreed when they had called the apostles <clears throat> and beaten them. We don't know what that's, we can imagine what that's like. They beaten them. They commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and, and let them go. Verse 41. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Man, you're beaten, and they rejoice in everything. Give thanks. It's tough, I admit. But then I started looking at, I was looking at the symbolism of our Passover lamb. We go through these verses at the Passover, but as I was reading this, something jumped off the page at me, and I want to try to explain it to you. Matthew 26 and verse 26. If you would turn there. Matthew 26 and verse 26. I want to just, I'm going to skip around a little bit right here, and then I'm going to come back to it, to the point I want to make, because the point sort of jumped off the page at me of something that Jesus did. Matthew 26 and verse 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. 27, and he took the cup, and he gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. What was this cup? What was Jesus' cup? Well, the next verse tells us, in verse 28, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it, new with you in my Father's kingdom. Okay, this cup. What is this, the cup of Jesus? Well, skip on down to verse 42, and you'll see more a description of what it was. And he went away again the second time, prayed and prayed, saying, O oh my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. So I'm asking, okay, what was this Jesus cup? Well, it's a representation of the sacrifice of Christ. It's, it's, it's his blood. It's this, this is my body. This is my blood. You know, it's a representation of his sacrifice for us. Now go back to verse 27. Matthew 26 and verse 27. What was Jesus' cup? And he took the cup and gave thanks. Gave thanks. <coughs> In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Someone said this, you cannot remove this and be in the will of God. In other words, you cannot remove this giving and thanks of in everything and still be in the will of God. I'm just going to thank God for the good things. 
No. You cannot remove that and still be in the will of God. And then I think one more little example, and I'll conclude here. <coughs> example of Job. You don't have to turn there. But naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't ask me to explain that. When you know what Job went through, his children, his family, his material possession, his health, I don't understand it or how he could have said it, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, what I do know is this. When you thank God for bad things, it feels really weird. It does. I mean, it's, but feeling weird is not bad, you know. <laughs> but it feels strange when you say, Lord, thank you for this. It feels, it feels weird. It really does. But maybe, again, nothing wrong with feeling weird, but maybe the first step in healing is saying, God, thank you. Maybe everything that happens to you is to be, in the end, a gift from God. Maybe all I need is a little more faith. Because all things really do work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose.